Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast. I'm excited to welcome the host of the Love Is Podcast, Kim Sorrell. Kim, how are you? And know you're excited about our guest. I'm doing great, Neil. Thank you. Hope you are too. And yes, I'm so excited. Cynthia Geary. I have been a fan for years. Northern Exposure, one of my favorite shows of all time. But everything I've seen you in, you are just outstanding. You're just amazing. And you have a daughter who plays volleyball. That's kind of near and dear to my heart. I coached volleyball for a lot of years. So Cynthia, welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about your new series, Going Home, fairly new. Second season is about to air, but it's amazing. And you are amazing, Cynthia. Welcome to the show. Oh, well, thank you, Kim. That's, I mean, what a great introduction. You've you've made my day, my week, um, you know, thank you very much. Yeah, well, I'm so excited to hear about everything with you, anything with you. Going home is so impactful. I am just uh, in awe of the show. I think it's so important and so relevant. Uh, What is it like for you to be on that Uh, series? Well, thank you again. I feel the same way. I am so, I feel so lucky and grateful to have been asked to play this role. It's it's it really is an amazing and as you said impactful show i read the the show creator dan merchant sent me the first six scripts before i agreed to do the show and i'm reading this blown away i'm crying i'm and and it's been so much more than I could have ever imagined shooting this show. I've learned so much about myself. People come on and share their experiences with hospice. And it's completely uh, changed maybe the wrong word because I don't know if I really thought about death. I mean, we try not to. Um, And I was pretty fortunate to not have a lot of death in my life. My father just happened to pass away at 92 um, in October, but but honestly, I've been so blessed with not having to deal with death. And through this show, it's it's just given me hope and and taken away the the fear. It's 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 a transition and it's something that we're all going to experience. And if if I can help people through this show, you know, talk about it and talk with their loved ones and their family members and and make it something that's peaceful and beautiful. What, I mean, what a gift. Totally. So let's talk about specifically the premise of the show and your character. Okay. Well, um, the premise of the show is it's about a hospice, and um, the show is based on Hospice of Spokane, Washington. That's where we shoot in Spokane, and and I've met with the nurses, and our show creator, Dan Merchant, spent a lot of time with Hospice of Spokane, really trying to get it right, and we uh, most of the stories come from true stories, and um my character, Charlie Copeland, is the head nurse at Sunset House, which is is our fictional hospice. And one of the things I love so much about Charlie is that she's complicated. And, and it's not it's not all, you know, she's not perfect. Although I think hospice nurses 
um, have a calling. I mean, it is, they are truly incredible, amazing people. And Charlie is amazing at what she does. And she's so kind and so caring and, and really intuitive and really wants to find what it is each person needs when they come into the hospice, but out her outside life is not perfect. And she's got her own issues and, you one of the things I love about second season is is we actually follow Charlie and um, Cozy Zuseldorf's character um, Janie outside of the hospice. So you get to see a little more of our personal lives outside of the hospice. We even have love interests. Um, so that's that's something new and fun. I I'm hoping that that our audience will enjoy in second season. I, I'm sure that that's true. I'm excited to hear that because watching the first season, you do have a complicated character, very complex, so much going on and dealing with stuff that you kind of keep hidden and other things that kind of get exposed and, and whatever. So to see what Charlie is like outside of those doors is going to be fascinating and wonderful. Great idea. Whoever Dan came up with it or whatever, but great idea. Um, what what has changed in your mind? Like, um, so you lost your dad. I'm so sorry, by the way, that you lost your dad. But death is so different, I think, than we think it is when we haven't dealt with it before. It is. Um, And and my father was uh, in memory care and, um, and, and I am, again, I just... I'm so grateful I was able to be there the last week of his life and, and be with him. And um, he, he had an amazing life. Um, he's, as I said, 92 and, um, and my father just was one of the best humans I know. And, uh, and for his memorial service, there were, 500 people. I mean, like people lined out the street because he was, was a, a giver and, um, and just impacted so many people's lives. And, and I'm so very proud of that and, and honored to be his daughter. Um, as I haven't had a lot of experience with hospice, I haven't had a lot of death in my family, but I know that if it's an option for for me or a loved one, I will absolutely go that route. I just, the, the, the peace that hospice nurses give families and the time they give them to just focus on what's important. And I did find that with the nurses we dealt with at his memory care and at the hospital. I mean, they're just, I mean, it's a calling. They, they, what they give their patients and their families and their loved one is is the opportunity to spend quality time together and and not have to deal with the nitty gritty and the dirty you know changing diapers and and things like that. We get to focus on on what's important and saying I love you. You know, and I listened to you. I lost my father about five years ago, and it seems like yesterday still. And I, yeah. my condolences to you. But Thank thinking you. about what people that are on the front lines doing these jobs, especially hospice, 
and then having to turn it off to go home. It's so difficult. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably why they're showing a home life now this season to see that it's not easy to turn off your job, especially when you're doing such a service, such a tremendous thing, but yet your heart goes so into it, right? That's the oh. hard part, like your your heart, your soul. When I was a teacher, the same thing. I My heart would go out to these kids where I was fighting them as an educational advocate. I felt that same thing. I couldn't shut it off when I came home sometimes. Right, mm -hmm. Neil, I, I agree. And it's, I, I think you'll see in our show, I mean, that's, one of Charlie's issues is she, you know, her, she, it, it is really her, she's so alive when she's in hospice and she's so in tune with giving to those people, but she gets away from it and she kind of closes off and shuts off. And, and I, I, I do think it takes so much out of you to be a teacher, to be a nurse, to be a hospice care worker. And, and they give, so much of themselves that that a lot of times their personal lives do suffer. Yeah, I would think that they would, and that would be very hard because there is something special about hospice nurses. I love it that you call it a calling because I think that that's true. I think you got to be called to work with people who are close to death. And then uh, one thing that the show really shows that I also think is so real life is that they truly care about every individual patient and family. It's not like just another number in the book or just another person filling a bed, but they truly care about the human being. And I think that's so special. I, I love that about it. It is true. And I I I I love Dan is we we made a point of of bringing a little more humor into the show this season. And, and we, we do have in the first episode, you'll see a new nurse come in who really doesn't fit and doesn't get that, that it's, that it is that about, about spending time and care and every, every person she comes from the ER and she's sort of like, you know, move them out, get them out, and it doesn't work. And it, um, and I think it it highlights the fact that this really is a calling and and the people who do this work and do it so beautifully, I am I'm in awe and I'm amazed that uh, what they can do. and there's there's no judgment um about the person. I mean, their their goal is to give them this peaceful transition and to find out what is it that they need in these last, hours, days, weeks of their life. I mean, what do they, do they, do they need closure with family members? Do they need to resolve issues? And, and that's what their hospice care workers are, are trying to discover and find out and give them the place and the, the space to do that. You think about the feedback you were able to receive so far from the show going into the second season, your fans, that's got to be great, right? To feel that you're making a difference in their lives, because especially ones that are going to have to go through this at one point in time, right? Absolutely. I, I do. And I think, I mean, we're all going through it and at some, in some way or another, I mean, we, we are going to be faced with, with death over and over and over again and with our loved ones. And so I think the more that 
we think about it ahead of time, which I'm guilty of being one who never did. Um, but, and think about what we really want and how you want to handle that. It, it's, it's really smart and it's a gift so that you can make the most of that time. Yeah. And it is such a gift for families uh, to have hospice available. My husband passed away several years ago and we had the greatest hospice who was just ready on call at any moment and, and so compassionate and did go above and beyond when it came to my family, like um, being there for my kids. And, and it didn't end when my husband died. Mm -hmm. And you show that too, which I think is valuable. Yeah. Yeah. It really, I found the same thing with my father. Uh, some of the nurses that cared for him came to his, his memorial service. And then we saw them afterwards and they're checking on my mother to see how she's doing. I mean, it's just incredible. Absolutely. Well, January 5th, tomorrow, uh, more episodes season two, uh, will be available at great American pure flicks and, uh, su such great information. Great to hear about the stories, uh, Cynthia, and you definitely touched my heart to talk about my father. Anytime I can bring that up again in an interview is very, very nice. And thanks again for stopping by. Thank you both. It's so nice to meet you and, and thank, thanks for promoting the show. I, I love it. It's a great show and I hope people tune in. All right. That was a special simulcast of the Neil Haley show and the love is podcast guys. Take